Hi, welcome to the last episode of the Animator's Journey. You know, uh, it's been a while since I updated, but I have uh, recently graduated from 3D Sense, and yeah, it's uh, it's been a long year ever since I started this course and also started this podcast along the way. Uh, you know, putting a few notes in there, but uh, yeah, I can't believe that this is the final episode of Animator's Journey. And also possibly for this podcast as well. So yeah, let's get started and let's see what I have to say today. It's the final episode. Um, it's finally over, you know, doing my one year of learning in computer graphics. Um, well, I, I, I look back and like, mm, not really, you know, uh, when I look back, I don't think it's that really uh, long, but uh, still it's not either very short. Just to give a little bit of background, um, because uh, I was actually doing computer graphics for a while, for at least four to five years, uh, but mostly for an engineering company, you know, doing a lot of product visualizations and a little bit of uh, product videos, like demos of the, uh, you know, uh, equipment done in computer in the computer. Uh, so coming to the course, I actually have some background knowledge in how computer graphics work but uh, mostly is for using 3d max and photoshop uh, there are quite a lot of new things i learned like uh, taking on zbrush finally you know i've heard so much about this program and uh, you know i finally got a chance to use it and learn it uh, second program that's new to me which i also find it fascinating and interesting is nuke um, i heard about node-based compositing but the only other program that I knew could do it was uh, Fusion, which I've never touched before, which is happened to be free if you're wanting to check it out. Um, then there was, let me think what else, uh, yeah, there's a bit of like, I think Photoshop work, but um, I was actually a graduate of the FCD School of Design many years back in 2011. Yeah, 2011, right? Yeah, that's when I went. So the yeah that that wasn't very new, but the only new thing was the was the live drawing and getting a revision in how uh, certain functions in Photoshop work and how to do uh, digital rendering, at least a basic introduction to it. And uh, uh, it was good. It was good. I really enjoyed the the lessons that were uh, you know taught to me by the instructors. Uh, um, if you're thinking to go, uh, is the course difficult? I won't say it's as difficult as uh, the only other course I can think of is FCD. Uh, the school is kind of like a transition school between those that want to shift careers into a new field and those that want to go to study a degree. <coughs> uh, lastly, it's, um, you know, the last few points I would say that, uh, you know, doing a one-year course you know, for me, when I look back, you know, it's, uh, yeah, not so, not so easy. Because you have to take a whole long commitment to do this, you know. Uh, yeah, so there was some, some initial impressions I had about the, when I finished the course, you know, what I'm 
grateful that I've learned. Oh yes, I forgot to add that I learned a lot about animation. I mean, since I specialize in animation, you know, um, I learned everything that you need to know about, say, character animation. You know, it's um, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's totally it was totally new to me. You know, because I come from I wanted to initially go to modeling, but. Uh, no, actually no. Initially, when I went, I thought VFX, doing visual effects, all the nuke stuff. Then, well, I didn't like it that much. I'm not that good at it. I thought maybe modeling. Modeling is cool, but that didn't happen either. And I was recommended uh, animation. And uh, yeah, you know, I think I talked about it in a previous episode somewhere about about it. Uh, so yes, animation, right? Um, the whole study of character motion, just learning to use Maya to just make characters move uh, that was the new the very very newest thing <laughs> besides software I learned the skill of animating character um, you know uh, I'm not sure yeah what else I can say but I would say that you know it's really been fun you know uh, when I look at things now I see things more in frames I'm trying to figure out like oh is that 12 frames what's the I try to apply the 12 principles of animation like the art the squash and stretch in real life and you know try to see things differently you know I think that the one big thing I took away from this course is really the observation skills <coughs> and the, uh, the the key to find reference you know so yeah I mean you know, I look back I mean really enjoyed it yeah I had a stress it the course had a, has a stressful moments at, at times uh, especially if you're a person that's doing career transitions you know it's uh, really not easy um, because when you know you're taken out of something you know uh, what do you call it that you're used to doing like I use a lot of 3D Max but here it's all about Maya and Nuke and ZBrush that was totally new to me and trying to acquire the skill in a short I won't say it's a short time but it's not very long either right one year is um, still I was still considered like a short runway Especially when the first three months are spent experimenting and building some basic skill sets in the software and artistic knowledge and design knowledge as well. Um, I would say that this course has been uh, kind of um, what's the word? Uh, it is a good primer if you. It's good if you are a beginner or even a. a semi-professional in some areas you know it'll go in and you will upgrade your skills very rapidly I would say yeah um, not sure what else I want to say about the course but that's my initial that's my impressions you know thinking back uh, of course I will, I will talk in the next segment about animation right and uh, why you know I despite doing animation you know I will go back to doing my other things and the next steps right Alright, this is the next segment. Um, I'm gonna talk a little bit about uh, what I'm planning to do next. You know, so now that the course is over, right? Um, I have been reading this book called Overlap by Sean West, right? And uh, in it is it talks a bit about passions. You know, finding uh, how to make money from it. Uh, how you really should maybe go about doing it. You know, it's called Overlap, right? Uh, one of the things that he mentioned, I think, was. Um, uh, was it getting a day job you know uh, 
going to, you know so that that really struck me when I when I heard about it is that hey, you need a day job to fund your passions and fund your thing you know, so, you know. Uh, and then that means for me maybe uh, like doing something IT related or something else right you know, instead of doing animation you know <laughs> you may thinking whoa what but you've just completed the course and you want to go animation shouldn't you apply a job animation I think yes I I will apply to animation jobs, but if it doesn't happen, I you know want to spend more time honing my craft and you know doing you know you got to have uh, a good like financial base I guess to fund these projects because these things you know I took a year off of work you know I was working in UX UI and IT to go and do some something animation related right. 3D and animation related even though I have some experience in it but uh, it's basically honing the craft so um, I wanted to talk a bit about like career transitions but I'm still at the beginning of it you know so overlap if you go to seanwest.com or you check my website williamtay.com there is a little blog post I wrote about seanwest s-e-a-n-w-e-s you can find all the information about his book overlap and interestingly, I found him through Jake Parker and he kind of resonated with me when he talked about a few things about, um, like, what is that thing? Uh, something about putting a work out there. But anyway, yeah, we'll talk then in the next segment about personal projects, you know, and maybe why they're important, right? But career-wise, I think uh, transitions, I think I'm still, like, I feel I'm in the midst of it and still ongoing and... Uh, yeah, the other key thing I remember him talking in the book was all about selling stuff. Why well, you need to be able to sell? Uh, you can't be just honing your craft. You, know? you need to be able to pitch yourself and sell these things, sell your services, right, or things or products, right? And something I want to do, hopefully in the future, you know, making money off this this stuff. So, I think I didn't end off the previous segment that well, but I think I may have to do something IT related, or marketing, or you know something one of those day jobs that you can take uh, uh, at least on like a nine to five, and hopefully leaves time to take care of your own like things like family, personal stuff, and uh, work on your own projects. You know, yeah. So, but check out the book overlap. Anyway, next we're gonna talk about. Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, personal projects, you know. So if you rec- if you have time and you know I have a bit of time now, and uh, I'm trying to you know plan out some personal projects, you know, off to get get off the ground. Um, uh, I definitely want to do something game related. You know, I've been watching this happen so long ago when I was in engineering. We were trying to uh, do something in Unity, and then Unreal came onto the scene, and like wow, Unreal Engine. I remembered it as a UDK and you know it was it was okay to use but wasn't as easy as Unity and somehow these engines went free you know they're like they're so ch- dirt cheap now cheaper than than making a film um, uh, to at least use the engine right but uh, uh, the biggest problem I see with the game what you call it game making game or 3D as 3D stuff is making 3D assets for the game engine. Uh, in engine may free for a while, but getting content is just the hardest. The hardest part is content creation. Yeah. So 
coming into like doing the 3D sense and doing all this CG stuff made me realize hey actually some of this content can be bought online it can be purchased from web portals or platforms like Gumroads and all that or you can use like Houdini or, or what do you call it making procedural trees or there's so many asset stores is it yeah that the, the, yes the correct word asset stores online that you can help create most of your content at least at least the background content uh, the hardest part I think about making game content is making characters and maybe creatures because those have to be created from scratch but you need a concept idea draw it out and uh, yeah I need to basically uh, what's that thing called develop and design it from scratch and there's a lot of effort that needs to go into it uh, the other thing that I noticed is the uh, yeah so back to yeah I don't want to talk to more about that but anyway back to personal projects so I thought of making a game you know and I think this came from a guy named Roberto Blake he talked about to animate to animate but I think anyone that wants to make creative projects like you know if you're creative you're doing a lot of this drawing painting or craft work whatever it is you should start thinking of it like a business and start using things like social media or your website to promote your content and get people interested in these things you know uh, I keep hearing this a lot about like try to, trying to generate passive income use social media and all kinds of stuff and uh, probably now that I've got, gotten a good base on how to make things CG you know, I probably want to keep going down this path uh, so now find a way to build a business around it you know it's taking me a long time but I think that's the next thing to do I have my own website which I want to continue to develop uh, I may also develop some apps and who knows right or things uh, uh, tutorials anything that can help funnel to things that I want to do in IP you know uh, I have a couple of ideas on my hand you know uh, one IP that I was been thinking of well, I won't say IP but I've been looking at a lot of like cancel games and I wonder if I can rework them into something of my own you know um, an example is a game called Animal Wars or you know it's a game by Factor 5 that got cancelled uh, it's basically about World War 1 World War 2 but the characters are animals and totally multiplayer or something uh, the designs are all like animal themes you know so they have pigs flying like pig style blimps and things like that and you know, that's one idea um, and of course there is uh, I had actually an idea to do like a space pirate treasure game and uh, then the the inspiration was I think from treasure island it's treasure planet yeah and then I saw this uh, recently a cancel game named Star Wars Ragtag and Maybe I want to pick some ideas from there and rope it all in. You know? So I have this whole Trello board of ideas and things. Um, you know, then I also want to do um, like an animated shot, maybe based on this idea as a promotion piece. And lots of ideas like running through my head now about things. And um, I think they're great talks about how to generate ideas and all that. But I always felt that if you can, if I can take like some of these cancelled projects and use it as a springboard to help at least get my mind going because on things because the problem I have is sometimes to get a full new idea sometimes it's not worth to like try and be original just you know, I keep I have this team this theme about remixing stuff together you know it's from Kirby Ferguson which I got it so long ago you know 
about remixing stuff. Anyway, rented out too much about ideas and remixing. But um, the, yeah, so this next year I'm gonna explore like making a game project, you know, because of Unreal Engine and you know now I know how to do a bit of 3D content generation on my own. I'll just keep going and then explore like social media, you know, making my website better and promoting the content to ultimately hopefully sell merchandise and all kinds of stuff. Alright, so yeah, that's pretty much the final update for Animator's Journey here. Okay, so yeah, so that's the end. I just ended up with that's the end of Animator's Journey. You know, I don't know what's going to happen next to this podcast, uh, but I'm probably going to be renaming it to something else. I've been thinking about the name like uh, Capella Designs or something. You know, to to uh, you know have like some sort of like company brand name where it encapsulates what I'm trying to do, right? So yeah, so those things I have to figure out and try to figure out what's next for for me, right? Um, which, you know, probably get a day job somewhere, do some work, get money in, and uh, start funding my personal projects. You know. And uh, as a side note, yeah, I'm not sure if I want to live overseas yet. Not sure, but thinking, maybe just thinking about it, you know. And, uh, it'll be interesting, you know. Uh, heard from like this Ben Morrow. He had this talk about business, art, life. Like, you know, if you've been doing something for three years, it may be time to change and shake things up a bit and push yourself to a new place, like new places, you know. And that means maybe even moving out of a place you're comfortable make things more uh, dynamic and you know force you to be adaptable and you know you learn a lot of things from there but anyway I'm gonna be not talking anymore about animation and uh, probably the top I I kind of feel that for me like I kind of don't want to do like a series like a season like 10 shows and you know it may work for some may not work for some uh, for me social media and all these podcasting it's, it, I kind of have to keep it free flow because I uh, don't have much uh What's the word? Time? Is that the word? To stick to a consistent schedule because I, I have life to, to attend to. And uh, I think the goal is not to be a social media influencer but to just put my work out there and you know, share some thoughts with you guys. You know. But once again, thanks for listening again. You know, I really can't say if whoever that have listened to this podcast, whether you, are, you live in Asia or you live in... Europe, United States, Japan, China. I don't know where this podcast is going to. Hopefully you find this useful and I hope that uh, my little journey into animation, into CG, into maybe I try to do a bit of business talk in this series but not so much. Uh, I'm not sure what's going to happen next for this podcast but uh, I'm very excited to to go on to the next journey and uh, I probably want to try things like Instagram TV and YouTube a bit more. Maybe a bit of Twitch as well to uh, establish uh, a more direct relationship, you know, and get to see my face, right? You know, my face is on my website, WilliamTay.com, but uh, I may want to try a video one day to see how it goes. Um, and of course, I would definitely kick off some of the uh, personal projects that I'm trying to get, get off the ground, you know, and uh, hope to tackle that comic thing one day, you know, hope to, hope to do it one day, but yeah. <laughs> and build a web app as well <laughs> so many things i want to do but uh, yeah i probably will update this podcast the name may change the this show may change to something else i don't know what it will be but 
yeah, I'm glad that I've done 10 episodes of Animator's Journey. You know, we're now at I think episode 32 of this podcast, and I think I'm gonna try to get to 100 someday. Who knows, right? Maybe on this platform, Anchor, or maybe something else. But anyway, thank you, thank you once again for listening to this series and listening to me talk and you know hearing all my crap and nonsense and uh, you know it's a bit unprofessional because uh, uh, you know it's not unprofessional but hopefully you get more professional right and you know get better so I do more so thank you once again uh, we'll see you soon and give you another update someday thank you and good luck and bye bye this is William Tay from Weiching actually my name is Weiching from APG Design Cast so thank you thank you once again for joining me on this podcast